0: Welcome to Queer Logging, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Cecil. Oh yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry too. We're recording a little bit late, aren't we? Because I've been on a late shift. Um, Usually we get to record, you know, that golden time between finishing work and then making your tea, but this time it's already... Basically, the time we should be making and eating tea, so do apologize for my bad rotor, but here we are we 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 go again, we persevere
0: no it was nice it was nice to have a bit of like time after work. I went for a very small walk because the weather has just been like torrential rainforest showers every time I've tried to leave my flat today, so I was happy to be able to like leave for half an hour and um pretend like I was vaguely doing some exercise um And yeah, that is just me. But um, we were talking off mic about craving like barbecue food. And now that's all I can think about. So um, see you in Texas, basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We did the uh, made the cardinal mistake of being like, oh, yeah, we're hungry. We're going to record at a time we're more hungry. And then just spending like 15 minutes looking at barbecue menus. So (laughs) for some reason, we just need that that smoky meat. And I don't know why, but here we are. (laughs) And I think, I I think, I think we'll actualize it. Um, So apart from uh, cider beans and mac and cheese, what else are you longing for? Basically I am,
0: well, I'm living for, first of all, um, what we talked about last week, because it's been something that's really stayed with me. And that is the idea of things being no depression. (laughs)
1: such a good concept very important um and yeah give give some give a give some examples so people can understand what is no depression
0: okay things that are no depression are when like um a zoom meeting that you've been dreading gets cancelled five minutes before that's no depression um watching trolls world tour and having a really nice time with all the nice colors is 100% the most no depression thing that you can ever do yeah definitely no depression um going out for barbecue is no depression um watching the kind of early to mid mm, the sort of the sort of 2010s era of Lady Gaga is no depression
1: very Um, that's that's yeah that's on the nose
0: tiny imported beers are also no depression
1: yeah and I think it's um a very important uh it's very I feel like it's really nice to be able to recognize things that are no depression and therefore be able to go forward and be like right so I can do this thing no depression and I'll be fine for that amount of time because there's no depression so yeah, it's, yeah. It's great discovery you've made there yeah I think it's
0: all it's about all how we can kind of um create these positive positive mindsets in our life and to actively kind of recognize seek them out it's like being mindful in a way that's not annoying do you know what
1: I mean absolutely yeah cause- yeah there are lines to be drawn in in, in in those respects but yeah uh no depression is 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 the is is the the best line to draw there and um yeah yes. was that was that last week when you your song was it was it that jackson cover that had the headline that was like no depression was that that
0: Yeah yeah and I don't know exactly like how it was being referenced but I just saw all the different like headlines that they'd collected of press for the um for the new song and it just says no depression in like massive red writing and I thought it was just like the funniest and best thing ever and I think it I think I'm just like on a bit of a a bit of a trip with trying to like think in this mindset at the moment because it really does if you think about it link in with what we talked about last week with our best day so it's about you know looking at limited resources of um, serotonin and saying to ourselves how can we how can we sort of funnel this in a way that is that is meaningful to our lives and honestly after I watched Trolls World Tour which you simultaneously watched at the same time um, you know it's no depression and I think you agree.
1: Yeah, it was honestly um yeah, the the dopamine was high. I mean, there was a lot going on. It was very uh, exciting. Um yeah, what a film. What a what a stunning <laughs> film. I just I just think it was exactly what we needed at, at a very specific time in our lives and um I'm glad it was there and that it will continue to be there if we ever need that again. And also it's so zeitgeisty. I
0: mean, it was really interesting to um think about the stories that they were telling through this kind of like prism of trolls. And, um, you know, they were speaking about a lot of sort of issues around how um, sort of like toxic white culture and racism and um, sort of retelling history or whitewashing history, um, cultural appropriation, all of those things through this, this child, what is ostensibly like a child's film. But it's just so much more than that. And that is like one of the many reasons that I love Trolls. And Trolls World Tour, it just did not disappoint me. It was so much better than Trolls Number 1. And I love Trolls Number 1. And I actually watched that, as we all know, on the way home from New York and cried because I thought the colors were really nice. <laughs> no depression! <laughs> exactly. Like, I am, I am not myself on a plane. Um, so it was, it was really nice to have the Trolls there
1: yeah we do love the trolls long live the trolls i wonder what they'll do for their next like uh film what will the uh, what will the storyline be there you know what's going to be zeitgeist do then who knows I don't know.
0: but it is it is really part of like justin timberlake's redemption story because we have been like slamming him for being boring in the last couple of weeks and um he is an exec producer and is branch on trolls world tour and trolls number no. one and um you know if he has anything to do with like how these stories are being told then you know you can't you can't sniff at that you can't call him boring for that because it trolls world tour is is really good objectively
1: yeah 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 i i wouldn't give him too much credit in terms of how he prob how much he has in the pro has uh how much of a hand he has in the process but you know fine you're not that boring because you're in trolls and trolls world tour and whatever other trolls the trolls franchise let's say but um you're boring everywhere else <laughs> i think that's fair i think that's yeah. fair
0: um And I am longing for, so part of my no depression is kind of, I think that my brain, now that things are opening up a little bit more for better or for worse um, in the next couple of weeks, I think that my brain has been allowing itself to think back to times gone by, whereas in my head before, there was just like a bit of a block there. And obviously I could like remember things theoretically, but like the sort of like specific minutiae of Um, having a life that is, you know, without all of these restrictions and stuff. And one of the things I'm really longing for, and it's quite specific, but it's just so good, is when you're either in a club, a bar or a beer garden and you end up kind of like organically talking to... Um, A couple of other people one person or a group and they usually approach you because they're having a debate on their table and they want you some you know innocent bystanders to settle their debate and then not only do you end up kind of giving your opinions but you end up becoming friends with them for the rest of the night and I miss that so much making friends with complete strangers in that kind of weekend setting And um, I would just absolutely live and long to do that again. And that's something that I didn't remember I was looking forward to. But now that I can almost taste it, I'm really looking forward to it
1: yeah and I think that um I agree I love I love that too it's a very uh fun thing um you know it's the same thing as like you know having the bond with a with another a fellow person in 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 the loos kind of thing having a little chat about your night or whatever love that like love like you know uh getting life advice from someone in the queue at you know GAY toilets but like um like there's something is so uniquely nice about that kind of like conversation that you have with people and I do think that you're in luck we're in luck because I think that if ever people are going to want to have those kinds of conversations it's going to be from here on out so i think the the atmosphere the environment for those kind of oh my god i will talk to anyone and have a conversation with anyone conversations are going to be it's going to be rife it's going to be rife so yeah better get used to it better get ready
0: but I also think, I mean, maybe this is just part of me trying to like see see things in a more positive way, which is always good to do, try and keep faith in your fellow man. But I have to say, um, in my sort of limited experience of being like semi out in the world again, I have had in the past week, three quite like weird experiences with men um, where they're kind of... So the first one, I think you'll remember when we went out for dinner that time and then it was just three of us it was cold it and was we were so just all talking yeah amongst ourselves and um this like really drunk guy like approached like tried to approach our table and was like saying weird things to me and then the security guard had to come over and like he like stumbled away with his friends so that was like thing number one and then the second thing was um a very strange guy approaching me at um a platform when I was waiting to get on a train on Saturday um and just like saying loads of weird things to me like I don't mind people like chatting to me a bit you know like that's fine but I feel like there's been such a long time that's gone past that gross guys who are going to be gross who are always going to be gross haven't had the same outlets to be gross because there's been no bars or pubs or anywhere that they can like get away with it so they're just doing it in like broad daylight in this really weird it was just awful so that happened on Saturday and I had to just like a bit get away from him and it was it was fine I didn't feel like like hugely unsafe but I was quite like rattled by it because he was just saying like really weird things to me and then um the other day I got a delivery and then um the the guy was like oh are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine how are you and he was like yeah great now I've seen you and I was like no I'm just I just want to like get these chips and go upstairs like let's let's be like friendly but just don't make it don't make it like that yeah don't Please. be fucking
1: weird yeah unfortunately um like you said maybe it's it's a bit to do with the out the l- lack of outlet but also the fact that unfortunately like gross men still be gross men you know like it's still still going on um and and like you say I think maybe the 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 fact that there are so many in like incidences of it um so far for you is the fact that there is an outlet there are more people interacting and so they can be gross but that is really disappointing yeah. and very sad and I'm very sorry that that's happened
0: I know it's sucked and I think it's like just even more jarring because obviously I've always remembered that that is a thing that happens on a sliding scale of horrendousness and luckily mine were at the more shallow end of that um but I think that it's just more jarring because we just haven't really had to well I haven't had to really deal with that as much at all like in the past year and so it kind of like gone out of my field of vision as like a thing that I'm constantly considering maybe in the way that I was before obviously you know think thoughts are always there but just not in the same way because you know we spent so much time either on our own or just with like a very small group of people not in the public not in a public way or like just out for a walk in the daytime in like a park so yeah I think it's just kind of like reminded me of how annoying that is and also potentially how dangerous that is so you know I don't want to like put a damper on things opening up but it was just like a bit of a sobering reminder to me um that that is like women's experience um you know on a on a lesser or greater scale I suppose um so yeah I think it's I, I don't even know what to say about it but it's definitely my don't I don't agree with it for this week um, I think yeah on reflection um, yeah it's just really really weird and gross and disturbing that like we can't just do normal things
1: yeah here's to hopefully less of those kind of interactions and more of the fun kind of interactions with strangers
0: yeah yeah and you know if there's anybody out there that is listening to this and you know that is ringing any alarm bells for you and you're thinking oh well you know I've done something like that and I didn't realize well you are doing a bad thing and don't do it anymore so that is all I'd say on that but anyway on to better and brighter things what are you living and longing for this week
1: so I am well. I was. I was struggling to think of um, my living along in longing this year. Uh, this year. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. 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 it has been a struggle so far this year, um, and then I, you know, suddenly realised uh, that you know what I um, have been living for is thirty-one years now. Um, so it has. You know just been my birthday this weekend just gone um I'm no longer 30 I'm now hashtag this is 31 I've joined you in the ranks um and uh I I mean I'm not really living for it to be honest but but I did have a very nice birthday weekend despite the absolute washout weather um situation literally like the worst day of rain that I think there's been so far this year so that was fun um (laughs) and uh but you know it was nice went for a nice pub dinner with my parents which was nice to see them um and I wanted it to be like super relaxed because I felt like a bit of like Pressure to like do something a bit more this year because there were like you can kind of do some stuff but like thank God I didn't try and plan anything because it obviously would have been it would have been a complete washout so I would have been like so stressful, um and
0: so then, yeah
1: all of us in the park with our like sudden volvents yeah we would we just wouldn't have been able to do it like it was torrential like it was so so much rain. <laughs> So um, so I, you know, it was very relaxed and uh, very, um, like, no pressure, very chill, but that was exactly what I wanted and it was very nice. Um, so yeah, I'm living for, you know, just passing another... Getting a stunning present from you really nice bowl I'm very pleased with so actually needed that <laughs> need that needed that exact size bowl so well done good good work <laughs> so,
0: oh, okay. what, what what do you need the exact size bowl for
1: well so we have in the in the flat we're, we're always talking about how we've got like two like bowls that are good for like noodle like broth like meals but we only have two that are a good size and we've always needed a third one and now we have it. <laughs>
0: perfect there you go <laughs>
1: thank you so much it's quite so, all right it's quite the pattern really reminded me of you and I don't know why it's uh, I think it's very me so well done <laughs> okay well, yeah so I, don't, I don't know why but I agree it reminds me of me as well so um okay. but yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah had a nice birthday uh celebration so that's what i'm living for um and i am hoping that at some point you know it can have the wild 30th birthday party that i was supposed to have last year at some point maybe you know for my 35th or whatever whenever we're allowed to do things but, <laughs> um yeah that is what i'm living for and i am longing for so i sent you this um update the other day but i'm longing for the fact that um Tegan and Sarah's memoir High School is going to be made into a TV show which um, yes you know, it's uh, made by Claire Duval as well so obviously anyone who's listened to all these podcasts speaking of
0: redemption <laughs> speaking of redemption.
1: <laughs> exactly will know that we were not particularly favorable about um Claire Duval's happiest season if you haven't listened to that episode I really would recommend it because I think it's one of our best <laughs> um uh, yeah I do it's very forensic exactly we really do uh take it apart um so to so to speak um and I think yeah uh but I don't think that's to say that this will be uh as disappointing in the same way and obviously it's like adaptation so there's less uh less to be I mean I haven't read Tina and Sarah's memoir so I should probably read it before it comes out on, on the tv show but just anything that's going to be high school is going to be stunning obviously you know we're going to love it and also it's Tegan Sarah's it's going to be queer high school so perfect cannot wait for that so that'll be made in the next few years and that'll be really good. Are they going to be in it in some way?
0: Or I bet not? they
1: have cameos. Yeah. <laughs> like cool cool bartenders at like the the dive bar they go to or something. <laughs>
0: I bet that they're, like, their own, like, PE teacher in their yeah. own high school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Coach Tegan.
0: Yeah. just like ev- everyone accepts that, like, these, like, these, like, two twins are the joint PE teachers at school.
1: Ah, what's their last name? Quinn. Coach Quinn. Coach Quinn's squared. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, that is what I am living in Longer Force. So, uh, yeah, I think it will be good. I just love just love high school things so much um and yeah I can't wait for there to be another one
0: being of queer things that are going to be coming up at one point in the future I was listening to um the homophilia podcast that I do listen to um sometimes and they had Tig Notaro on and I remembered from like pre the pandemic um that she was doing the rounds of like all of the chat shows and stuff talking about the fact that they had like had this movie green lit where um Jennifer Aniston was the president and that Tig was playing the president's wife and it was going to be for Netflix yeah doesn't it sound like the best thing you've ever heard um and I've tried so she was talking about it again on homophilia and saying that you know like it's like been pushed back and stuff but like it is going to happen I just don't don't know when it's going to happen and I just really need it to happen
1: that will be so good that'll be such a such a good watch i think um yeah i'm sure it will happen hopefully um hopefully it's not like pushed back into oblivion but um you know uh and i think with a netflix like film doesn't take that long for them to make them and release them so as, as soon as it like gets going hopefully it will be with us before we know it and then we can uh, watch it um a lot <laughs> so that just sound, that sounds really funny i wonder what the like actual storyline will be you know <laughs> like, yeah
0: no one no one gets anywhere past just the fact that like jennifer aniston's the president and the tig is the wife yeah like, you don't, don't need that much just more, do the you? whole segment <laughs> no you don't need you don't need much more but i just like want to see that interaction so much and then like friends in real life and i just think it's so cool um so I that that's another living and longing of mine, definitely. I cannot wait to see that, but uh let's circle back on the podcast in the next couple of years and we'll reference this exact moment when we've all watched it and we think it's the best thing ever
1: absolutely okay, cool can't wait um so apart from you know imagining that very film in your brain every every day um until we can actually watch it uh what else have you been watching in the past week?
0: Well, I am, as you are. I can't remember whether we talked about it last week. Did we talk about Mayor Town?
1: You, You did mention it, like you set it up kind of thing. Because it's only a couple episodes, isn't it, anyway? But I hadn't watched it at that point.
0: Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So... We are both Maraviestown heads. I think it's safe to say we live and long for town and all who sail within her. It's so good, and that like that scene from episode three, the drunk scene. Everyone has been absolutely living for how. Um, what's he called? Is it Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. What's his name? yeah um how he plays drunk and he plays it so well it's probably like one of the best depictions of like drunkenness on tv that I've ever seen so if you're watching Mary Town*, and you get to episode three look out for that bit because it's just some real real stellar acting from him and I also found out as a little pop culture tidbit which I told you about the other day was that Halsey um mentioned in 2000. think 12 that she really fancied Evan Peters and she was like move over move over Emma Roberts because I'm gonna come and steal your man basically cut to a couple of years later and they dated for like a year and a half and she gets with him so that really is testament to just like putting it out there into the universe and see what comes back I'm not advocating for her just like ruining Emma Roberts's life I'm sure it didn't happen that way um but she 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 manifested it yeah and you know they're not together anymore she's had a baby with someone else but I just think it's a cool story
1: yeah no I mean yeah she she said she would and she did so you know like manifesting works so that's you know that's the secret the secret's out it's manifesting so if it can work for Halsey it can work for all of us (laughs)
0: Totally. And then I think like you were saying, um, one of the, one of the funny things about it is a, just like the jet, what was the tweet that you sent to me that was like so funny about Mary's town?
1: Yeah. So I sent you a tweet that it says, wait a fucking second. You're telling me that a detective is wrestling with their personal demons whilst investigating a crime in a small town where nobody's quite what they seem. (laughs) So yeah, I think it like, it plays the fact that like Merivie's town is like it's not doing much new in the sense that like it is very much your classic like det- there's a detective who's having like some personal demons and there's a, a thing that happens in the town that rocks the the town and and uh, everyone has sort of a part to play in it probably and like it's all gonna un everything's gonna unravel as it goes along um and yeah it's very that but it just does it so well like so so well like it is so good um and like you know Kate Winslet's so great in it she's amazing yeah that's that drunk scene was like I think is like the best drunk acting I've ever seen like I thought it was so good I was like oh my god like you know when you just see a bit of acting that like you're actually like astonished by that doesn't happen very often yeah and I was like that is so yeah. good yeah loved it yeah so it much. was so
0: good and then also um which we've gone over um together is another um another thing that is like a recurring theme which is how there is always a teenager who is doing a media studies project that reveals some kind of um scandalous truth about their family or about their town or about like a friend or a situation and it's always via the medium of this like confessional media studies um project and that is also present in Mare Town. so yeah it's definitely not like rewriting any rule books but it's so entertaining and it's so well done and sometimes that's just like what you need you want exactly. to like know where you're at with something
1: exactly like one of my like you just know that it's going to deliver on all of those things and like if you like that kind of telly you're gonna really like it um one of my favorite things about it is that it's like got such a good Sense of place. Like, it's got such good, like, world building of this. Like, it's got, like, intense yeah. small town energy, intense small town energy, like, yeah. um, in so, written yeah, so well. Like- that is so true. And like the things that, um, that like
0: the teenagers say, like I was thinking this exact same thing. So like, you know, when it's like set in a particular place, sort of like East Town, they say things that you, the certain like language and vernacular that all like references to certain things that you would never hear in any other place. And it's so subtle, but it's really important. So like when they're like, you know, you make a left at the turnpike and like, who says turnpike? And like, <laughs> what even is a turnpike? But you know, in this context, it's just like, all of those little things that like pepper it really just builds this like rich world and um yeah and Kate Kate Winslet and her roots need to have um an Emmy for this I think
1: yeah absolutely I'm sure I'm sure she will get some uh, nominations coming her way for it definitely yeah it's really good if you're into like detective things there's been a murder things um you know uh small town america things you all really like it and oh it gave me a real um um vibe of did you watch sharp objects no oh you'd really like that as well that's very very similar small town um that's this in that case i think it's like a a a journalist as opposed to a detective who has to like go home and then like there's some murders and stuff and like yeah that's really good with um amy amy adams amy adams as like the main person um and also has um like Eliza Scanlon in as her like, younger sister and Patricia Clarkson as her mother and like it's just really really good i'd really recommend that it has a very similar vibe but um like a, a bit darker which is like good um so i'd recommend that if you if you're a fan of that um then yeah get get watching mayor east town and become like us a mayor east towny <laughs> so- <laughs> um yeah very good telly we love to see it
0: also um on the subject of kind of murderous sort of mysterious intrigue telly um I started I've only like watched episode one or something um the other day um it was because I saw like a little clip of it on you know the most Netflix Instagram where it's all like the queer content and it's originally a sci-fi you know like from the sci-fi channel off of like what we had at uni that channel um yeah so so, I thought when I saw that, I'm going to love it, obviously. And it is a series, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Winona Earp. I have heard of it,
1: but I know very, very little about it, I've not seen any of it. So, it's very like
0: <sighs> True Blood meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer, meets a, a bit of Mayor of East Town, meets uh just like general sci-fi stuff and it is on the queerometer quite high and I haven't like got to the main queer bit yet but I watched her like meet her like main love interest that takes mm-hmm. her through the whole um I think there's like four series and and the main character is queer and is in like a queer relationship I believe for like basically all of it and um I really want to watch it. And so I've just started watching it and it's very like very Buffy vibes, which I absolutely loved when I was younger. So I'm just going to like really lean into like that sci-fi side of my personality and um, enjoy that, especially because we're going to be reading in our book club, like a bit more of a um, a, like sci-fi type book. So I'm just trying to like broaden my horizons a little bit and kind of get back to maybe who I was as, as a, as a younger, a younger woman and just kind of, um, commune with that side of myself do you know what I mean
1: absolutely yeah if if you know if not now when you know so yeah dive dive back into the fantasy let the fantasy be real
0: and also on the subject of Kate Winslet I finally got around to watching Ammonite this weekend while I had my Nando's um which was very nice um unfortunately it's not an ad but Nando's if you would like to sponsor us I had a great Nando's from you at the weekend and it was it was really nice um <laughs> um so watched Ammonite and yeah I mean I don't think that it's like doing anything massively different. I was describing it um, when we were watching it as like, so they're on like one end of the beach doing Ammonite and then down the other end of the beach, Portrait of a Lady on Fire like is also happening on the same beach because it feels like it's part of like a wider sort of set of films or like... The same universe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the same universe. Exactly. Part of the like... Ammonite on Fire universe and yeah it was very sort of like similar tonally and you know like not not a lot of um script and just like a lot of like very intense glances and like you know um longingly peeling carrots and excavating um big like muddy sandy rocks and brushing them in a very loaded way um but all of that I can agree with and um, I think that they did a good job, but it was interesting because we were kind of talking about this whole wider thing of um, some of the queer films that and TV that have come out recently. And you know, I don't think that I have like a problem with this necessarily, but it's an interesting thing to think about. I think that with a lot of the with a lot of the duos that you see, it's always like physically um, a woman who is kind of I guess more the like top the top role in this thing as like being sort of um bigger taking up more more space whether that's physically or just like the way that they the way that they uh, sort of are and and present themselves and then um there is always this like tiny meek blonde woman always and We, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that kind of in isolation, but it it made me think about, you know, queer relationships that I've seen, come to know, have had. And, you know, is that just mirroring like a bit of a patriarchal construct of what we see in Hollywood, but just in like a way where they've kind of like obviously queered it? But to me, all it doesn't feel representative of. A lot of the relationships and stuff that that I've that I've come to know um I just thought it's an interesting thing to think about because you know there's nothing about that that is bad or wrong but I just think that um you know when so many of these relationships sort of look and interact in a similar way it makes you wonder you know are we just copying a lot of what we see in like mainstream Hollywood from like straight um, characterizations, and you know we see it there. We see it in um, like Gentleman Jack, and just a lot of queer films. And the only one that I could think of more recently that doesn't do it is Happiest Season. But that has its own problems. So um, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to like get your thoughts on that as someone who's probably seen a lot of the same films and has consumed a lot of the same culture as me that if that's something that you've ever thought about I guess
1: yeah no I definitely recognize it and I think that the uh highest common factor in like most of those films that do that is that they are films set in the past so they are films that are like a period piece that are like right so this is how women were back in the day so how can we like that that means that one of the women is going to be the meek woman who is like pushed down by patriarchal society and the other one's going to be the one that sort of presses against it and therefore like that's going to be the interaction and it just seems to be that that is the, the 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 they keep doing that that like you only get to have the more like nuanced like women who aren't so uh meek uh once you get to the future to the present or you know uh which doesn't isn't really is fine and does paint like a, a portrait of a certain time but it doesn't like necessarily do a lot if it just keeps being the only way that you do like uh lesbians in the past so like i think that there is definitely room for doing lesbians of the past but they are like they're not just this classic like duo of like one who like is a bit more scared, timid, and one who isn't. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, I think maybe hopefully you'll we'll see more of like that not happening with like period lesbian pieces. I do also think that there is at the moment there's this there seems to be definitely we can see it. There's that other film I can't remember what it's called. We talked about it on the podcast, it coming out, but we've not watched it. Something about end of the world, end of days, or something like that. i Can't remember it's Which is another sort oh, of like yeah. period lesbian. Yeah. Yeah um and like it seems to be that the market is very heavy for yeah we love we love lesbian stories but like um set them in the past cuz like like th- there aren't as many you know bigger films or films that get as much chat um about with like a lesbian storyline that are um more modern day uh like yeah. they do they exist I mean, to- but they're not they're not talked about in that same way it's kind of like oh you can be you can do a lesbian love story but put it in the past cuz that makes it like more like uh, romantic or makes it more um, uh, risque and that's what people want like they want it to be uh, like risque and stuff like that it's so yeah
0: yeah that's really interesting and you have to wonder as well I think you know a, a big part of that is that you know in modern day um, especially you know in the US and in the UK where you know um, to a larger degree you can freely present yourself whether that's like your gender or your kind of um or your identity as maybe a more like masculine presenting woman um you know safely and proudly and if films were going to be made in like the 2010s 2020s um you know to paint a realistic depiction of queer life those characters would be in there but like you've got to wonder do we go back to these period dramas because it's like both the characters are high femme usually because of the like social constraints on society that like you're not going to see very many like butch presenting women unless you see that um like one that was um more more kind of like trans trans stories maybe you'll see a couple of period ones i think there was that one that glenn close did and that other one that um what's his name the guy from lame is um,
1: did yeah Danish girl
0: you know the one who yeah the Danish girl like yeah you might like see a bit of that in like um in trans stories but you definitely wouldn't see kind of mask women um presented hardly at all in like period dramas if ever and like when you think about how you know you sell these things in in a Hollywood setting and when a lot you know a lot of that comes to be through patriarchal structure structures, you just have to you have to wonder at, at that. And it's not to say that anything's wrong with Ammonite, like I thought it was a good film, but it just kind of um brought about a bit of like a wider conversation in in my mind about what all these trends mean in the wider context of um queer culture and film, I suppose.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a good point. Um, and I think a very um on the nose bit of observation, very good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, we're doing our A-levels. How does it feel?
1: <laughs> anyway, this is our oral essay. So um, give us an A-star. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're off to Subway.
0: <laughs> Lucy just passed a driving test. <laughs> and from one queer movie, oh, I'll say it again, and from one queer movie to another, um, there's a movie that you wanted to um, discuss this week in our media studies course. So please, Lucy, take it away.
1: Yeah, so I watched recently um, a movie from a few years ago called Beach Rats, um, which is about basically a young maybe young 20 odd year old or maybe he's like no he's probably like young 20s um guy who lives in like Brooklyn and he's having um he's like very aimless uh his father's like basically on his deathbed and his mother like wants him to find a girlfriend and like have a you know relationships of that but then he like secretly uh flirts with older men online um, and then meets up with them um so it's about it's basically like a story of like, it's like a hooking up and hiding it narrative so it's all about him like trying to explore his sexuality but like uh not being at all comfortable he's very like um he's very like mask he's got really like 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 mask mates who all like they all go to this like vape bar and like <laughs> do all this vaping together which is just so funny (laughs) it's like really funny like scenes of like them all doing like different like smoke rings and stuff to like really the intense like drum and bass music it's it's really it's like it's it sets it sets it perfectly though um so yeah i mean it was good um and it's not like a bad film by any stretch of the imagination but overall it was like a bit sort of like felt a bit empty at the end of it but I quite a bit flat but I think that like that's probably done completely on purpose to like reflect his sort of like longing and emptiness um so it's a lot about sort of like fear and shame of your sexuality but not in like a very like obvious way just in a very sort of like it's bubbling at the surface for him and he doesn't really know like what he's doing and stuff like that but it's good I would recommend it and the the lead um is played by Harris Dickinson um and he his performance was really really good so like it's it's like a good film to watch but it I wasn't like wild about it I think it probably could have done a bit more um but um yeah on the queer queerometer ding 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 very very so um yeah would uh would recommend in terms of like you know watching some queer queer cinema we always love to see it so but um maybe it's a very slow like paced film if you want something that's like pacey you you don't want to watch this but um if you want something that's just like nice and slow has some like um like really muscly men in tank tops walking along a boardwalk vaping then it's the one for you
0: i mean is this or is this not magic mike that's what i'm taking from this
1: yeah it's it's basically magic mike but um a gay man (laughs) essentially
0: if there were ever a way to sell it in you've just done it
1: (laughs) Well, but it's not Magic Mike. Magic Mike has a lot more pace and a lot more plot. That not a lot happens in this. Um Does it does, <laughs> it, does it, does it? Look, we've heard it, you've heard it once, and you'll hear it again from me until the day I die. I like Magic Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not apologize for that. And okay. when we go on our trip to Barnard Castle, we're watching Magic Mike XSL. It's already been decided. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that's only right and fitting for us in the hot tub with the pigs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Sophie. You'll just have to get on board.
0: (laughs) I think Sophie will be on for Magic Mike XXL. I think she'd enjoy it. Um that is No, actually, Bez, Sophie's mum, if you're listening to this, please tell Sophie that's what she's doing at the weekend.
1: (laughs) It's the only way we can get through to her these days. So yeah, thank you so much.
0: And now on to track of the week. Could your track of the week ever see itself in Magic Mike XXL the third, Lucy?
1: It would be an absolute swerve if it was. <laughs> I'd be very <laughs> surprised to find this in the uh, in the soundtrack for any Magic Mike franchise um, uh, output. Uh, my track of the week. Is a new single from a band called Remember Sports, who used to just be called Sports, but then found out that there was another band called Sports. So they had to <laughs> rename themselves Remember Sports, which I thought was like, how do you, how do you go about choosing what your new name is gonna be? And they're like, oh, what about Remember Sports? So this, this is the one that people remember. but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um they are a band from the States. They have been around for a few years and they do like really sort of like fast indie pop punky uh but more on like the alternative like indie side of like but really like short songs that are just like about babysitting and stuff like that love it so much um and uh they released a new song recently called um out loud uh which is actually like a bit of like a slower song for them like a bit more like a uh, stripped back and like um a bit more like highly produced a bit less like bedroom bedroom angsty um but it's all about basically like um we can only make this work if you say out loud what you mean or what you think like this is only going to happen like it's all about communication it's all about like yeah we can only uh, have some sort of like actual relationship if you tell me what you think essentially it's really good it's a really nice song um and I just really like it I can't like um it, it has does one of my favorite things where it's like you know a certain like bit at the beginning and then all of a sudden like the the beak just kicks in and you're like, yes, here it goes. Here goes the song. So, um, yeah, uh, really into it. Would recommend it. Um, and, you know, watch out for it on our Spotify players, which I know thousands of you are following. So, uh, no, you can't wait for <laughs> this drop this
0: week. Yeah, putting the Queer Longing Spotify playlist on shuffle must be like a real trip for the moods. It's
1: because... really good. I really like it, obviously, because it's all songs we like. <laughs> imagine me liking yeah. it stunning no yeah. um but it is a it is a, a life is a roller coaster you just got to ride it but um i mean, i would recommend it i think it's good obviously i'd recommend it this is all obvious anyway what's your track of the week
0: well my track of the week this week lucy is in line with my uh, 2021 um quarter 2 manifesto of no depression and my track of the week this week is Macarena from Muppets Most Wanted so (laughs) it can be no other I did play this song to you in the car the other day for no depression reasons and um, yeah it's it's amazing it's Miss Piggy singing the Macarena and the like group of guys that do the like you know main bit of the Macarena like sort of chant bit behind are the flamingos and the reason not the flamingos from the muppets the flamingos like the, the singing group the flamingos and the reason that I found this absolute gem this diamond in the rough was because I was cooking and sometimes when I cook I like to listen to I only have eyes for you by the flamingos Right. And I listened to that. And then, you know, you, you can just like let your Spotify run. And it was just like really chill, like groove songs, like enjoying the flamingos. And then all of a sudden, about four songs in, it was Miss Piggy singing Macarena with the flamingos from It's um, Most Wanted. And it's amazing. I highly implore you to go and listen to it.
1: Yes, you did, um, uh, you know, send it to me to play uh, in order to um, myself have no depression. And you weren't wrong that is exactly what it does it's it's one to add to the no depression roster for sure um yeah it's just ridiculous but in all the best ways so yeah very very good track of the week
0: and as we wind down another week of queer longing Lucy whether you are a beach rat or a little miss piggy we hope that you'll be having a great week ahead and we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next week
1: Bye! Bye, 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 bye. bye,
0: bye. <laughs> I do feel like sometimes it um, I can go a bit like media studies because I'm just like, am I just like saying a thing that like everyone's thought apart from me? That, and I've, I've Olivia.
1: Decided? That is podcasting. <laughs> 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 yeah.